Let us begin. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Bruce Stilled. I'm your host, E.G. Monte Ale. And in this episode of Bruce Stilled, I'll be recapping NFL Week 13. As always, with this NFL season, Week 13 did not fail to live up to expectations. It definitely lived up to expectations from the storyline developments and also developments in the season as the season progresses. Now we're in the month of December, which is by far the most critical month in the NFL season. So much is at stake right now because right now, both the NFC and AFC, a lot could happen in December in terms of who makes the playoffs and who doesn't make the playoffs. And there's also some coaches on the hot seat right now. So you might see some coaching changes maybe in December. Might not, might be too soon though, but who knows? Because right now, it's been the most chaotic NFL season so far in years and a lot can happen in December so let's stay tuned to see what happens as the month of December plays out and also it's worth noting that Detroit Lions won their first game this season under head coach Dan Campbell who I think is a really good coach I think Dan Campbell is gonna be a good coach in this league assuming the Detroit Lions do keep him around he is also one of the coaches who is not on the hot seat but is by far a very dramatic weekend as always in the NFL and I'm gonna start here with the NFC side of the six most interesting teams in this year's NFL season starting with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers who had a major victory over divisional rival Atlanta Falcons this weekend as he won by a score of 30-17. It was a good game for Tom Brady. He threw for four touchdowns, throwing one interception and for 368 yards. This now brings Tampa Bay's record up to 9-3. and three. So Tampa Bay right now, they're, I believe they're tied right now with Green Bay in terms of record. Also in his NFC arms race that's going on right now. But I do believe Tampa, they're clearly going to win their division. But will Tampa overcome Green Bay to get the number one seed in the NFC playoff spot and also getting a bye week in the NFC playoffs? That remains to be seen right now, but Tampa had a good win this week, 30-17 over the Atlanta Falcons, a divisional rival, and Tampa's been dealing a lot right now. Antonio Brown's been suspended three games for lying about his COVID vaccination status, but here's what I don't understand. Antonio Brown gets suspended for lying about his coronavirus vaccine status, but Aaron Rodgers does not get suspended. I do realize the NFL said that Antonio Brown lied about it, but so did Aaron Rodgers based on my understanding, so why does Antonio Brown get suspended for three games and not Aaron Rodgers? That there does seem like a very much a wacky situation but Tampa head coach Bruce Aarons, he's not very happy right now in terms of what happened with the line of Antonio Brown about his COVID vaccination status. So a key storyline to watch right now is how is Tampa going to handle Antonio Brown when Antonio Brown comes back after his three-game suspension. That still has two games left in that suspension. He will be back by the end of the month. How would that play out for Tampa? That's a key storyline to watch as you progress into the month of December. But right now, Tampa, they're doing well without Antonio Brown. Their offense is doing really well. With the 9-3 record, they're definitely on the right track track to get in the number one spot in the playoffs. The thing is, can they maintain that and can they catch up to Green Bay? And Tom Brady continues to have an excellent season. He's definitely the foundation that's holding Tampa together. I do believe he will be their most valuable player going into the playoffs. And Tampa right now, they're definitely on track to going back to the Super Bowl like they did last year. But a lot of teams do remain in their way, such as Green Bay and the Dallas Cowboys, the Arizona Cardinals, and maybe, just maybe the Los Angeles Rams. But right now, Tampa, they're on a roll right now. And my question for Tampa is, how are they going to do with the suspended players being absent from their offense and how Tampa do for the rest of December. Right now, I think they're going to have a good month of December. A key game they got coming up towards the end of the month will be against New Orleans Saints, who they lost to earlier this season. So my question for Tampa is, will they be ready against the New Orleans Saints later this month? And how will they do in the games before that? I do believe Tampa's going to have a very good December. I don't see them losing any more games for the rest of the season. So can they maintain that though? Can Tom Brady continue to lead Tampa into the critical month of December? Can Tampa 
Tampa catch up to Green Bay, even overtake Green Bay in the NFC arms race and get the number one seed in the NFC playoffs. And also, does anything is there anything out there that Tampa needs to worry about in the playoffs right now, in their quest of the playoffs? Is there anything in the month of December they need to worry about? Because right now, their schedule right now seems pretty friendly in their favor. I don't see who they're playing next week. And they're playing the Buffalo Bills next week on December 12th. So this is just how critical the month of December is. The next two games for Tampa are going to be very decisive. Next week, they're playing the Buffalo Bills, and then they're going to play the Saints afterwards. So the Buffalo Bills are going to be probably the toughest game that Tampa has in the month of December. So here's another main question I have for Tampa in the month of December. Can they defeat the Buffalo Bills? Because we could very well see the Buffalo Bills and Tampa face off in the Super Bowl. The Buffalo Bills have a really good team. It would no doubt be a very good tough matchup for Tampa when they face the Buffalo Bills. I do see it as a home game for Tampa, so they will have home field advantage. How much of home field advantage benefit Tampa this coming Sunday when they face against the Buffalo Bills? Can Tom Brady lead the Tampa Bay Buccaneers over over the Buffalo Bills in a victory. Can he defeat the Buffalo Bills by leading Tampa to a critical victory this coming Sunday? That right there is a major test for Tampa, a major test in the month of December for the Tampa Buccaneers, and that is the Buffalo Bills this coming Sunday. So that's my main question for Tampa is, the next two games are going to be very critical. Can he win both of them back-to-back, starting with the Buffalo Bills and eventually the New Orleans Saints? Can Tom Brady make that happen? It will not be easy, but if there's any quarterback for Tampa that can make that happen, it's definitely Tom Brady. He definitely knows how to play tough teams. He did lose one to the Saints. He could probably find a redemption game later this month, but first, he's got to go to the Buffalo Bills this coming Sunday. So, my question for Tampa is, can he maintain their momentum in the month of December and overtake Green Bay in the FC Arms race? Now, the Green Bay Packers are in bye week this week. There's no update about the Packers, although I do believe that Green Bay will have Aaron Rodgers come back for week 14 in the NFL season. But other than that, no major Green Bay Packers update for this week as they're in bye week. Bringing me now to the Dallas Cowboys, and the Cowboys had a major victory this past Thursday night over the New Orleans Saints. As they defeated New Orleans Saints by score 27 to 17, bringing a record to 8 and 4. But despite this victory, the Cowboys definitely have a mountain to climb in the month of December. They're still behind Tampa Bay and also Green Bay Packers in terms of getting a number one seed in the FC playoff spot as the FC arms race continues to heat up in December. And also, a lot of their stars are currently on injury or suspension right now for the Cowboys. So my question for the Cowboys is, even though they have a good start in the month of December, can the Dallas Cowboys climb the mountain of December and overtake Tampa and even Green Bay in the FC arms race? Because right now, if there's anyone who's going to overtop the Green Bay Packers, it's going to be the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. But can the Cowboys defy the odds and end up overtaking both those teams to get the number one seed in FC playoffs? Because right now, the Cowboys, they got a lot of obstacles in their way. They got a major mountain to climb. They lost a lot of games they should not have lost. So will those losses come back to haunt Dallas in the month of December? Because they cannot afford to lose right now. Neither team in December can afford to lose. One loss could be a disaster and also cause a team not to get the number one seed in the NFC playoffs. So right now, the Cowboys, they are a team right now with the most to lose in the month of December. They cannot afford a loss. So my question for the Cowboys is, as I asked last week, can they go ahead and make the most of December? Can they win all their games in December and avoid losing again? And also, when will their starters all come back? Because we keep hearing about this. All their starters are going to come back. They're going to come back and help the Cowboys overcome all these obstacles. But when will that happen? Will it ever happen? Because right now, the Cowboys, they need to get all their players back, all their key starters back in order to make the push into the playoffs and even to the Super Bowl right now. But right now, that's not happening. I mean, the win against the Saints, it's a good win, it's a key win, but they cannot afford to lose in the month of December. So can the Cowboys win the rest of their games in December and when will all their key starters come back? Because despite 8-4 and four record, they got a lot of work to do in the month of December. And the road that's before them is definitely full of minefields because their next game will be against their arch-division rival, the Washington football team, this coming Sunday. 
Sunday. That's going to be a close game. And it's also a game the Cowboys not want to take for granted because they could very well lose this game. So I want to call this game a toss-up. I hate to say that. I'm a big Cowboys fan. But I want to go ahead and call this game a toss-up right now because the Cowboys, they need to put in the maximum effort in this upcoming matchup against the Washington football team in order to maintain their momentum as you go into the month of December. After that, they're going to play the New York Giants on December 19th. Then they'll play again the Washington football team. And then the day after New Year's will be against the Arizona Cardinals, which will be by far their toughest game this season. So the road ahead Dallas for the month of December is be against all these divisional rivals, the Washington football team twice, and the New York Giants once. The question is, can the Cowboys win all three of those games? And also, by doing that, capitalize in the month of December and probably just maybe overtake Tampa and Green Bay in NFC arms race. Because right now, they got the most work to do and they got the most to lose. They got, they're off to a good start in the month of December. They're off to a great start in December. They got some momentum on their side, but they need all their key starters back. We don't know when they're coming back and when the roster will be a full strength just in time for the playoff push. So my question is for the Cowboys is, can they capitalize on December? Can they make do with what they got and overcome the obstacles set before them and make December a good month for them? And just like with everything the Dallas Cowboys, nothing is ever set in stone, so I do see an unexpected, unpredictable ride ahead for the Cowboys in the month of December. So a lot can happen, and a lot can also not happen. We'll just have to wait and see how the Cowboys do in the month of December as they go into face Washington this coming Sunday. I'm now going to transition over to the AFC side of the game with the three most interesting AFC teams as part of the six most interesting teams in this year's NFL season, starting with the Kansas City Chiefs, who had a major win this week this past Sunday by defeating the Denver Broncos by a score of 22-9. However, though, it wasn't a good game for Patrick Mahomes. He threw for 184 yards and threw one interception, did not throw a touchdown pass. But despite all this, the Kansas City Chiefs won this game, bringing a record up to 8-4 right now, leaving them just right behind the New England Patriots in terms of being a dominant team in the AFC. I thought it might have been the Buffalo Bills, but we'll get to the Buffalo Bills in a few minutes here. But Kansas City are definitely back on track right now. I definitely do see them in the playoffs, but I don't know if they're going to overtake New England in terms of getting a number one seed. I think right now New England is on track to get a number one seed in the playoffs for the AFC side of the game. But right now the AFC is just like the NFC right now in terms of who's going to make it into the playoffs and get the number one seed. We're having our own AFC arms race right now and Kansas City is caught right in the middle of it and they're competing with the New England Patriots. So my question for the Kansas City Chiefs is right now, can Patrick Mahomes lead the Kansas City Chiefs to overtake New England to be the dominant team in the AFC conference going into the playoffs? That right now remains to be seen. I don't think it's going to happen to be honest. I think New England is more consistent right now. I think New England definitely has more put together to make that happen as opposed to Kansas City. But Kansas City, I think they're out of the rut they were in. At first, they're having some very dark days this NFL season, but with the score eight and four, five and two at home, they're definitely on the right track to making the playoffs, but I don't think they're going to get the number one seed in this AFC arms race we're starting to see right now. But defeating the Denver Broncos, a division rival, by a score of 22 to nine is definitely a good win for Kansas City, even though it may not have been the best way to win for Patrick Mahomes. But regardless though, a win is a win, and Kansas City's definitely on the right track to get into the playoffs. I want to look at the rest of their schedule here for the rest of the month of December, see what they got left. Well, next week they're playing the Raiders. So this coming Sunday, the Kansas City Chiefs will face off against their divisional rival, the Raiders, for a second matchup. They defeated the Raiders before by a score of 41-14, to so this may very well be an easy win for Kansas City. However, though, they will be facing the Chargers on December 16th later this month. I do see that as a very much a key and more of a tougher matchup for Kansas City when they face up against the Chargers. That could be a game to go either way. So let's see how that plays out for Kansas City. And then their final game in December will be against the Pittsburgh Steelers, which could also maybe be a tougher game for Kansas City. But I do believe unless something really catastrophic happens, Kansas City is going to make it to the playoffs. But with the overtake New England, that remains to be seen. But right now, Kansas City, they're definitely on the right track. It seems like they got their ship in order, their house in order. Their schedule overall this season really wasn't that bad. They did lose to the Buffalo Bills by a score of 38-20. to I do wonder, though, what if, and 
major what if, what would have happened if Kansas City played New England this season? They weren't on the schedule this year to play New England, but it's possible Kansas City could face off against New England in the playoffs. That would be a very much an interesting game to see if Kansas City can beat a team like New England. I think they could. It's possible. But I think New England probably did a tougher team to play. But in the end, Kansas City and New England, they didn't face off this season. That would have been a really good game to see. Who knows? You might see it happen next season. But right now, Kansas City, they're on the right track right now to get into the AFC playoffs. But can they get to the number one seed? Can they overtake New England? I don't think it's possible. But then again, this year's NFL season has very much it's been like a dumpster fire. It's been full of chaos. It's been very much unpredictable. So who knows? Maybe Kansas City can overtake New England by getting the number one seed in the AFC playoffs. So anything could happen. I don't think it's going to happen. But then again, I could be wrong and that could really happen in the end. We'll just have to see how Kansas City faces off against the Raiders this coming Sunday in their quest in the AFC arms race to get the number one seed. I'm not going to talk about New England right now. New England, I watched their game last night against the Buffalo Bills. I thought it'd be a much higher scoring game. I thought it'd be a tougher matchup for New England, but New England seemed to dominate this game, even though it really wasn't the most highest scoring game this week, and also not the most excited game either. New England won that matchup by a score of 14 to 10, so it really wasn't the highest scoring game I thought it would be, but in the end, New England brings up the record of 9-4, and four, and they are right now the dominant team in the AFC. I do believe they're going to get the number one seed in the playoffs for the AFC Conference, which also makes me ask this one question. You know, this is Bill Belichick playing a season without Tom Brady, his second season without Tom Brady, but yet New England is doing really good. They made some dramatic improvements. They are the dominant team in the AFC and also right now in the NFL, which makes me wonder this question. Is Bill Belichick the one responsible for the success of New England? Could if he been successful without Tom Brady? So say if Tom Brady was never with New England in the past, like over 20 years he was there, could have Bill Belichick done all that success without Tom Brady? It's starting to look that way, actually, because he's doing well with Mac Jones, and Mac Jones is no Tom Brady, but Mac Jones has proven to be a very good quarterback for New England and also a good quarterback in the NFL. He's definitely doing a lot better than Trevor Lawrence down in Jacksonville, and everyone thought that Trevor Lawrence was going to be the next big thing, but right now, that appears to be Mac Jones. But I'm also starting to wonder, is Bill Belichick the reason for the success of New England? Is it really all because of Bill Belichick? It appears that way right now. That's the question I have right now, and we're continuing to see that question get answered week after week when New England wins all these games. So it really starts to appear that Bill Belichick is really the foundation of New England's success, that he's doing well without Tom Brady. And there's also that lingering question, and this is a question that came up over the weekend when I was in San Francisco for a whiskey festival. I was talking to some people about NFL football, and we're starting to wonder this lingering question that's starting to grow in the NFL community right now, and that is, could it be possible that New England and Tampa Bay faces off in the Super Bowl? Could you see a Brady and Belichick Super Bowl? That question was raised last week, but now it's starting to appear more likely now, the more success that New England has, and Tampa, they're doing really good also, as I mentioned earlier. But Bill Belichick is really starting to show that he is the reason for the success that New England has had for all these years, and he's doing it without Tom Brady. So maybe Bill Belichick was actually the reason for the New England success all along. We're starting to see that on the field right now. The thing is, though, can New England maintain this? December is the most critical month in the NFL season, especially this season, with a 17-game schedule. So can New England maintain this success going forward in the season? I'm going to look at who their next matchup is after the coming bye week this Sunday, and that is against the Indianapolis Colts. I do believe the New England's going to win that game, but the week after that, they're going to have a rematch against the Buffalo Bills. So the Buffalo Bills learn what they did wrong against New England and have a better matchup against New England on December 26th. That's possible, but right now, New England, they're on a roll right now. I do see them getting a number one seed in the AFC playoffs, but can they maintain that momentum throughout the rest of December? We'll just have to wait and see, but right now, they're on the right path. And I do believe Bill Belichick has got to be the reason for all the success he had for all these years. This now brings me to the final team of the list of the six most interesting teams in this year's NFL season. That is the Jacksonville Jaguars, who, once again, got beat. It's like nothing new. The Jaguars get beat all the time, and they got beat by the Los Angeles Rams by a score of 37-7. Jeez. This now brings the Jaguars' record to 2-10. They're going to get a top-five draft pick, obviously. 
actually. It also makes you wonder, it all has been quiet on the Urban Meyer front right now in terms of Notre Dame speculation. But Notre Dame, you know, that being another story that Urban Meyer has been connected with, all that right now has been quiet. Said Urban Meyer made the news for another reason. He made the news for comments he made about why the Jaguars are losing all the time. He said he doesn't have the answer for it right now at the moment. He said if he had the answers, he would give it to the media. But it seems like Urban Meyer right now, he doesn't seem to know what um, path he should take in the NFL. I do believe that right now, he doesn't seem to know what's going on. He basically said that he wished he had all the answers and he would give them to the media. But right now, he said he doesn't have all the answers for the way that, in terms of why Jacksonville's been losing like they have been this whole season. I don't think he's in the hot seat right now. There's some speculation maybe he's going to be in the hot seat, given the way things have been going this season. But I don't think it's going to bring down Urban Meyer this season. I kept thinking he's probably going to go to USC, but now USC hired Lincoln Riley instead. The only prominent coaching job in college Urban Meyer can go to would be Notre Dame, but I don't know if that's going to happen in the end now, even though I thought it's probably likely. Right now, it seems like Urban Meyer is going to ride this out for another season and go into the sec- to his second NFL season next year. The thing is, though, can the Jaguars, can they at least salvage something in December by winning some more games? I'm going to look at their schedule here, see who they got left on their schedule. Is it possible they could win another game this season? Their next matchup against the Tennessee Titans, I do believe that's going to be an ugly game for the Jacksonville Jaguars. I do believe they're going to lose that game big time, but they do have the Texans and the Jets and back-to-back matchups, so maybe the Jaguars could win one or both of those games, bringing the record up to a third win, probably in a fourth win. That could very well be possible. They could win against the Jets and the Texans. That could be possible. They will eventually play the Patriots. That also, just like the Titans game, will probably be an ugly matchup for the Jaguars, but right now, since the Urban Meyer right now, he's just trying to find his pathway in the NFL, seeing what he can do in the NFL to become more successful, and also wonder, does Urban Meyer regret taking Trevor Lawrence? That's never been speculated, but look at Mac Jones. Mac Jones got drafted by New England. He's doing really good. And Trevor Lawrence was a top pick in this year's NFL draft. Last year's NFL draft, actually. The top pick was Trevor Lawrence. But in the end, it's Mac Jones having the most success. So it makes me wonder, is Urban Meyer, does he ever think that he wish he would have drafted a different quarterback? I don't know. But then again, I think it's all about Bill Belichick in the end, having all the success up in New England. And Urban Meyer, in terms of the NFL, is no Bill Belichick. But my question for the Jaguars is, can they at least get one or maybe a second win in December? Can they at least get one or two more wins this coming season in the season right now we're in? Can they at least get that? Or will they continue losing for the rest of the season? So that's my question for Jaguars right now. There's really not much more to say about Jaguars right now except to keep losing. And at Urban Meyer, we're starting to wonder really how is he going to do in the NFL and how much longer when he continue in the NFL. I think it's looking like he'll be back next season. But how will he do next season? Because the way the season went, if he's going to stick around the NFL, he's going to make some major improvements next season. So how will Urban Meyer handle that when the season's over? I do believe the month of December, the, the month we're in right now, may hold some of the answers. And that there's my recap of this week's NFL season, NFL Week 13. And we're officially in the month of December. We just wrapped up the first week of December in the NFL season. We'll see what happens in the rest of December. But right now, it's been pretty much a dramatic season. I'll miss it when it's all over. But right now, we'll see what happens with our six most interesting teams in Week 14. This now brings me to this week's drink pairing for this week's edition NFL Week 13 recap. And that is going to be a craft beer from Urban Roots Brewery in Sacramento, California. And the name of the beer is called Tomorrow's Verse from Urban Roots Brewing at Smokehouse in Sacramento, California. This beer is classified as a farmhouse ale, Saison beer, with a 7% ABV. Definitely has good flavoring to it, just like other Saisons I've had so far here in the Brew Stilled podcast. It definitely has like a wine feel to it, almost like a sour feel to it. So it's definitely beer you definitely want to sip like any other craft beer to sip and enjoy your time with. But definitely good beer. I really like the, like the Belgian influence it has too. But really good sweet flavor to it. I like the sweetness to it. Definitely beer you could have all year round. And to my understanding, this beer is available all year round. But definitely good beer to relax with and definitely enjoy. It definitely has that good feel like, you know, better tomorrow to it. You know, the name of the beer is Tomorrow's Verse. I'm not sure where the name came from for this beer. But, you know, just like with the NFL season right now, in the NFL season, we've had 
had so far, the way things have been, the unpredictable nature, we're always wondering what is tomorrow going to bring? Like, what's next day going to bring in the NFL? Because it seems like there's always something going on in the NFL, breaking news, chaos and scandals, always dramatic storylines, making us wonder what will tomorrow bring? So that led me to this beer called Tomorrow's Verse from Urban Roots. Originally, this beer was going to be paired on Marvel's What If, but here we have it here in the NFL Recap or NFL Week 13 here in the Bruce Field Podcast, and this is a really good save some beer. Definitely highly recommend checking out. I don't know how far Urban Roots ships out their beers. I definitely found them here in Sacramento, California. So you're definitely in Sacramento, California. Do check out this beer, but also keep a lookout for it wherever you buy your beer at. And again, that beer is called Tomorrow's Verse, a farmhouse ale season from Urban Roots. A definitely good beer, a nice sour Belgian flavor to it. Good coloring as well. Good flavor, good sweetness. A definitely beer I really enjoy. Definitely beer I'll definitely have again. You can buy it in a bottle like I did. Really good can art on the bottle. Actually, good bottle art actually. Has like this really nice 60s feel to it. And I'm looking at the bottle. But definitely good beer worth checking out. Definitely highly recommend it. And again, that beer, the beer parent for this week's edition of the NFL Recap is Tomorrow's Verse from Urban Roots Brewing in Sacramento, California. Do check it out. And that'll do it for me just here on Brutus Still, this week's edition of Brutus Still for the NFL Recap. I'll be back next week with another recap of the NFL season for NFL Week 14 as we move into December for the NFL season. I'll also be recapping Hawkeye in the episode before that, so do check out that as well if you're into the MCU and also into Hawkeye from Disney+. Plus. Also, go out there and enjoy some good drinks, some good whiskey and beer. Enjoy your month of December. It's now in the season of Christmas, actually. Christmas season's upon us, so go out there and enjoy that. I'm your host, DJ Monte Ale. I'll see you all next time, and until then, be brewed and be distilled, folks. Cheers. Cheers.